0: Here are your hosts, Brock and James.
1: You are always scum. Rebel scum. Rebel scum. Welcome to the Rebel Scum Podcast. I'm Brock. I'm
0: this is, James.
1: This is James. Stop just
0: talking over Brock to say my name. Everyone needs to know.
1: Episode two ninety seven of Rebel Scum Podcast, the Star Wars podcast, where you want to listen to us talk about Star Wars. James, Star what is Wars. what is what is your life like in a post Ahsoka world?
0: It's depressing AF, man. <laughs> I like I, actually, you know what? To be honest, it's uh, nothing different has changed. I will say there was like a, a time uh, last night when I said, oh man, can really go over watching some Ahsoka right now."
1: Yeah.
0: And mostly I think that stems from uh Balin. <laughs> and like what, like what, what like I mean, we kinda got a hint of what's calling to him, but like what yeah. is calling to this guy? Like, that's what I want to know. So I don't know. So so for me, I'm actually like like I get stressed watching things when we like when spoilers leak. I like this this nine PM time slot, but nothing much has changed now. Ahsoka sucked. There was no show. Oh, uh, what, what about you?
1: Uh yeah, I keep meaning to I was like, I really want to watch just the whole thing. Like just in a one sitting sort of scenario. I think I'm still I'm happy with the the show as a whole. The ending was like, eh, but at the same note, I'm like, wow, oh, this that was fun. I haven't talked to anyone that like watched the entire thing and hasn't really watched Rebels or anything just to get their vibe. I know people were liking it without even knowing anything about like rebels but
0: and so we're doing we're doing our top five jedi today yeah because i felt like this show enhanced jedi more than we like i think mm-hmm. accolade is going to come in here and like really kind of change the, yeah. the way we like change the game a lot but this show for me kind of put some stuff in the forefront that i think when it's in animation as much as i think we might have considered some characters i think the elevated this show might have elevated them more maybe not to our top fives but i think mm-hmm. it elevated a lot more and i, I and I was saying this about Andor, like I love Andor to death, and that mm. might that might be still the best show that we've gotten mm. possibly. Although I've seen people like do their rankings now, and like Andor's last on some, it's first on some, last on the other. It's like yeah. the last, the last Jedi, but without the hate of the last, that comes with the last Jedi of Andor. But like, but I, I think that might be the best. But but Ahsoka reminded me that I I, I love Jedi and I love mm-hmm. lights lightsabers to yeah. death, like love them to Absolutely. death.
1: Yeah, no, the lightsaber pals in this were, like, way too good. Like, it, And it was just, like, they didn't have to be super long. No one had to die immediately. They were good. They were just solid. Yeah. Like, you know. It was just, like, it's. I think I said this last week where I'm like, why wasn't this either a movie or, like, two more episodes? Like,
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure.
1: I mean, if that's the story that Filoni had to tell for that season, I'm like, okay, I can respect that. But, like... For Could've me, though, watching. it's
0: it's just it's better if there's a second season, like if we know there's a second season <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. or 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 if we know there's like a spin off, or
1: mm.
0: or like even the Thrawn thing, like Thrawn's great. But it just ends and he's like, well, we're going to death And you're like, why? Why? Yeah, why, are you, yeah, yeah. why? Like, I know why. But but there's no conclusion. There's no real conclusion to a lot of the of the stories that came in later mm-hmm. on. Uh, so that that for me is is like I, again I said this last week. If there was a promise of a second season, which they apparently mm-hmm. they've they've talked about it. There's no concrete plans, but they've talked about it. If there was a promise of season two, I would feel a lot better about that finale. I'd be like, well, if we think it's leading into season two. We got this journey now. What's the next journey? And but but who knows? It's all up in the air.
1: Like, do do they have like ratings on this show? Like. Uh, How many people? I know there was like at one point there was, but I just don't really know. How does how do they deem something a success? You know, on Disney Plus.
0: I think only only Disney knows. I think they I think there are ways to gauge it, but I don't think they're all accurate, and I think Disney kind of hides and and I don't know if anyone actually actually knows what um, yeah what what it is or not. That's and that I mean the thing is, Mandalorian came up came out swinging and was such a big hit that we got season two like right away. But the thing is they had to have greenlit season two before season one even aired. Like season two was written well before you and I saw Grogu, baby Yoda for the first time. Because they started production in February. Like when yeah. it ended, the day it ended, I think they started around then. Ahsoka just feels like they left so much unanswered, so much that we need for it, that there needs to be either a second season of Ahsoka or they need to kind of be like, We're developing a Balin show, we're developing a thrawn show. Like yeah. something like that had to like it's just without it, it feels like you know, your favorite show got canceled after two seasons and half it was halfway through the second season. You're like, But how am I supposed to find out what happened to the pizza place that Ryan Reynolds owned? Oh, uh, you yeah. just, you'll, <laughs> never yeah. you'll never yeah. know. You'll never know.
1: I don't know. I, when, like, I know it's what they do now, but it's just, like, when it's, like, we're gonna, instead of making more of what you like, we're gonna be, like, here's a show that's devoted to just this one character, and you're, like, okay. I'm, like, why? (laughs) Um, I mean, looking at the internet, like, it has pretty good reviews, like, 88% on Rotten Tomatoes, which is not bad, I think. I don't know what the comparison is to on, like, Mandalorian, but, like, 8 out of 10, 7 out of tens on, like, what is it, uh, IMDb and then IGN. So it's, like, pretty solid, I think. But I don't know if that's for the entire season or just, like, one episode. I don't know.
0: I think most people enjoyed it. I think the se- the finale let a lot of people down. Like Heidi said, it was a letdown. And I think that's mm-hmm. because the all those unanswered questions, without knowing where it's going, but season two raises here's the thing. Let's let's just go off for a little bit yeah. before and talk a little bit about let's say there is a season two, because you mentioned this last week, and I was like, Well, I don't know, they're gonna go get Ahsoka, and you're like, but that's just what we saw. So what if Ahsoka and Sabine never return? <laughs> what what if they honestly what if they never what if the series goes like this and we follow Ahsoka and Sabine and Balin and maybe Shin mm-hmm. Hati this way, but then we have we have Hera, we have Ezra. We have those troops, Carson Teva, of course. I mean, maybe you throw Mando in there. And maybe they go this way. And then maybe the movie brings them together. But let's say they Mm. go in separate directions where where Ahsoka and Sabine, they are, remember she says, we're where we're supposed to be. So there's probably something more there. And if you looked, eagle-eyed viewers, Brock, that's what the report, the journalists would call them, eagle-eyed viewers of the Ahsoka series, noted that Balin was being held by the father, and then the son was was a mountain beside him. And the daughter was had no head um, on to, yeah. to, to the right. So there's all that. So, you know, there's a chance that maybe their story is going in that direction. And then the Ezra and Harris stuff, they don't go searching for them. They're dealing with they have to deal with Thrawn. So it splits up into now, whether or not that isn't an Ahsoka show, or those are two separate shows, or mm. they don't call the so show, show Ahsoka, they call it Rebels live action I don't know but that like I, what do you think of that idea where there's don't hate two it. separate stories like it's Empire Strikes Back that is Empire Strikes Back two separate stories that don't come yeah, together i
1: that's true I don't hate it um, I think I'm more like disappointed with how they handled or how they like create like characters in this where it's like why do we care about Ezra why do we care about Thrawn it's like I think I think the cast will do great if in, in that I think you know the Ezra character with like um, it, she would he would be with um, Hera and Chopper like it, there there's stories that are interesting there it's like let's follow that so I think it could work it just be I think for me at least it would be like but well, why why are we doing this like why did we is this the whole like it's just. I, I shouldn't be this critical because I enjoy High Republic and it but I don't know.
0: This is what I want to say. You brought up High Republic because this is what I'm thinking maybe they should do. And Bob uh, Robert Iger gave me a call, Kathleen Kennedy, who just was Yeah, fired. right. She got yeah, we did. She got booted just two Fire. hours ago from Lucasfilm. Uh rumor has it that Reba McIntyre is taking over <laughs> as A a single mom who has
1: two jobs, (laughs) who loves the kids.
0: How how awesome is that? That show was on for like 200 seasons. Yeah, it's just fantastic. Um, but but, it's a survivor. Here's here's what I was thinking though survivor is um, you have High Republic. And they came up with like that that like timeline sheet. Remember They're like high republic, new republic, new next republic, bad republic, this republic. They have all those republics. What if, Brock? What if going forward, when you watch a show, the next show you watch is is the New Republic Mandalorian season three. And then the next one is the new republic, mm. whatever. And he and that way, and that way, when you do Book of Boba Fett. It's just it's just the New Republic, and this is a book of books. So that way, when Mando shows up, no one's crying. Because, again, like naming the shows off of one character hurts you a little bit. But also, because so far, and Andor is the only one, and Obi-Wan. Andor and Obi-Wan, everything else has kind of intersected and gone through each other. And they've kind of all connected to each other quite a bit. I mean, Ahsoka, Ahsoka was literally a spinoff from... Mando season two, right, with Morgan. Yeah, like it was literally a spinoff. So, like, why, why not do that? And then you're not so, like, confined to what you're doing. And then everybody watching is a little less confused because you know, oh, this is in this time period. The Acolyte is High Republic Acolyte, uh, you know, and then if they do whatever, I, I think, and I know I'm probably in the minority on this, and they're doing that Ray movie, but I think we got to move past the sequel trilogy, man. Like, we need stories that go beyond that. And like like expand off of that like clone yeah. wars and now what we're getting with mando ahsoka and obi-wan what we're getting for the prequels we need those for the sequels because i think you know people like to to poo-poo on ray now i guess she's a terrible character now well she is a mary sue but like <laughs> i'm joking but like i i, I know people don't like ray but i think there's a lot of good in ray and i think if you flesh ray out more and you give it like i think there's just a lot of good that happened in the sequels that when you when you play with those characters and situations you can flesh them out. Cause even that Lego Christmas special, I was like, I kind of want to watch Finn getting trained by Ray now. Like there was more going on there that I, I didn't expect. Like that wasn't something I expected to to care about. And I did. And so I just think they need to do stuff there. But I think if you just start, like if you label them like this time period, this time period, this time period, and then you release a show in that time period, even put it in your, and you know how they have the, the, the playlists on Disney. They have like that Halloween, like those playlists, put them in there and then, it's less confusing for the audience, and you you have more free reign to do what you want in that time series.
1: Yeah, yeah. I I, I don't hate the idea, but it's just like you you when you were talking there, you said you mentioned uh, Morgan, yeah. and like liked that character, loved what they did with her in season uh, the season of Ahsoka. But like, remember last last episode? I'm like she's in mandalorian season two i'm like they fight and i'm like oh yeah yeah yeah." like that's the thing it's like once you like piece it all together that's good but like totally forgot that she was in i just thought oh she's in the shadow cancel that we see in season three of that's it
0: well you could also do a recap you could do a recap and be like hey this is this show. Here's a recap on everything that you need to know going into it, and there'll yeah. be other shows. They, I think I don't know. It's just because Star Wars is so big, and there's so much going on. They're bouncing between timelines. They're gonna have to do something for the the casual fans who just watch it. Because even even remember when Rogue One came out, some people were like, "Well, where's Ray? Is this about Ray?" Remember, like, are <laughs> try to figure that out. So I, I think it's um, they're in they're in a. And not a pickle but I think the more they do the more confusing it could get for casual fans because like especially the acolyte because the acolyte's not connected to anything where and or at least you know like oh this is part of that rogue one show now it's like acolyte people be like well what's going on here why are like where's Mandalorian? where's this like where's ahsoka where's these new characters i'm it might not be that way but I'm just saying hypothetically it could be
1: yeah i yeah I don't hate it I don't hate it and it's like like I said, it's like I like the show, it was fun. Just like it just feels like something's missing, which perhaps Rebels was like that too, where we were just like, Oh, why do like, like how many episodes of Rebels is like, oh, let's go on this thing that has nothing to do with anything and then it comes back in the in the end, and you're like, Oh wow, feloni it's like mm-hmm. Perhaps that's just his style, but, like, you know, after a point, it's like, you don't need to keep doing that. No, it is engaging. I mean, I'll, you know, if we get a second season of Ahsoka, I'll probably be, like, <laughs> try to, like, retract everything I just said. It's just like, I don't know. Um, but you're right. I think it's, like, announce if you're going to do another season. It's, it seems odd. I don't know. I'm, I'm really happy with it. So I, I kind of watch it, watch it again. A different
0: experience. The lightsabers were the lightsaber stuff was my favorite stuff
1: that we've gotten in a long time. The visuals in general were just nice. (laughs) I
0: I still think like as on like a whole, I think Mando might. We'll do ranking on the American. We just had Canadian Thanksgiving. On American Thanksgiving, we'll do our ranking uh, series. And we'll, but it won't be first season like we talked about. We'll do first mm, season of yeah. all these shows. I, for, for me, though, I still feel like Mando. Now, I, I'm, I'm. before we do that, I probably will go back and watch as much as I can of the other ones. But Mando to me is still... I There's something about Mando that I love. Now, it, when you mix Mando with Ezra and that, if that ever happens, that will be creme de la creme <laughs> to me. Uh, and Ram Rashi here is saying that uh, they needed two more episodes of yeah, um, Ahsoka. And I don't, I don't think they're the only one, or you're the only one. I, I've seen a lot of people, and I, I'm i with you. Like, it just felt like it kind of just stopped, which was which was kind of how the first episode felt, too. Like, Sabine got stabbed, and like, it's over. You're like, what happened?
1: Where did, <laughs> where, where's
0: the rest of that episode? And it kind yeah. of, you know, par for the course for the series, I guess.
1: Yeah. I don't know. It's, yeah. it's uh, fun, though. It's a, lot mm-hmm. of
0: fun. it's a great show. It's a lot of fun.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's just, but it's just, what's our next thing then? Acolyte at the end of the year, right? Uh,
0: I it, I believe it's Skeleton Crew at the beginning oh God, of the year. Oh, God,
1: Skeleton Crew this year?
0: <laughs> no, no, I don't think there's. we're getting any more live action this year. I think it's all next
1: year. And I think I Skeleton Cre- Acolyte was this year. I no, remember. I don't think it is.
0: At, let me see. Star Wars. You're probably right. Echo light because I'm pretty sure it's supposed to be. The rumor was that it was going to be Skeleton Crew because I think Urkel was on like foot like Monday Night Football or something, and he hockey. said that it was was he on hockey
1: yeah. hockey oh
0: that yeah, was a it was a playoffs <laughs> and I think he said it was coming out at the end of the year like November December Uh yeah so so so. Here on the Wikipedes on no on Google, it's saying twenty twenty-four for accolades. So I okay, think we're yeah. I think we're done for live action Star Wars in twenty twenty three, which I'm actually okay with. I'm actually okay with taking a little break from live action Star Wars because we got what well, we got Mando we got uh Mando season three and we got um th- did we get something else at the beginning of the year was that it?
1: Vision season two?
0: No, live action I mean.
1: Oh live action? No, I don't so. Uh, when did Andor end last year?
0: Yeah. It was October, November.
1: Yeah.
0: Anyway, was, whatever. We're not getting any more live action until next year. And then next year we get Skeleton Crew and Acolyte for sure. They probably pushed it because of all the strikes, they can't do anything, right? They yeah, that is kind
1: of- that is true. Yeah. So
0: they're kind of like, oh, we were kind of hoping to have X after Acolyte, but we cancel. So let's push Skeleton Crew and then we have two at least next year. But have you heard about Marvel though? They're like, the. Daredevil show, they fired the writers and the directors. Oh, and they're, no. like, they're like redoing the whole series, season, <laughs> series apparently because they're not. I don't know. I guess there's a new um, directive is to make good shows and not like just toss them out like they were. I haven't watched a lot of Marvel, so I have no. Yeah. I'm not judging anyway. But apparently, that's the the new mo is like quality over quantity for the Marvel shows. So yeah. Daredevil, they they tossed it all and they they're redoing it. Well. Maybe Star Star Wars, I don't we haven't gotten that much Star Wars. That's the thing. Like we haven't. Like as much as people complain, yeah. think about what we've gotten. We've gotten like six. And like, yeah. we've gotten what Mando Mando, Obi-Wan, andor Ahsoka. Boba Fett. Boba Fett. So we've gotten five. That's actually a lot. We've gotten five, though. That's I mean it's not a lot, but it's a that's a good amount. I'm not complaining about what we got.
1: Yeah.
0: All right, Brock. Let's bring in an old friend of ours. Hold on, I hit the wrong button. <laughs> Let's bring in an old friend of ours. Tell that to Conjure oh, Club.
1: Tell it to you could
0: tell that to Conjure Club. We'll deal with this before we get to never tell me the odds. Tell that to Conjure Club is brought to you in part by Guillermo del Toro, <laughs> yeah, who
1: right.
0: who revealed recently. There's a lot going on because uh David Goyer, who wrote Batman Begins, um, and he wrote. He also wrote another mo- the Blade movies, and he directed the third Blade movie, and he did another movie that just made $0 out of the box. That so was uh, the Vanishing, the fine Finishing. I can't remember what it's called. I barely remember that. It was a thing. Um, but also, he, he wrote Man of Steel. He came up with that with Christopher Nolan, and he was writing a Star Wars movie with Guillermo del Toro, and Guillermo del Toro kind of – he said that that was accurate. Uh, he said that what he did was one of many – You know things that were being done that will never see the light of day. It is what it is, but it came out, Brock, that it was a Jabba the Hut, like origin story or something about Jabba the Hut, and I feel a few things about this. But I'll let you. I'll let you go first.
1: I mean, of course, a Guillermo del Toro uh, Star Wars movie would. Probably be all puppets. <laughs> mm-hmm. Animatronics, like, of course. Yeah, it totally, yeah, it totally makes sense. Um, do we want something with Yo- um, Yoda, <laughs> Java at the forefront? I'm not sure. Because I feel like, though, like, you give us huts, like, we're always excited about it. But, like, yeah. a hut at the forefront, I, I'm not sure exactly. I would have seen it, I would have watched the hell out of that. <laughs> but, where where do you go with that and why it's sort of i mean i think it would be interesting to see more huts like you know the cartels and what have you and i think they don't use them enough so cool but i don't know no
0: i'm with you we don't see enough but also here's my thing i love jab of the hut. give me more jabba the hutt i'm okay with that yeah and Guillermo del Toro doing it, it makes perfect sense. Like you said, puppets and all that crazy, yep. crazy stuff they like to, to focus on. However, I, I think we need – as much as I like it, we I think like for movie – they need to figure out what the movies are that they're doing. And I really think – we got the Filoni thing in the middle now and then the James Mangold thing at the beginning. We need more uh, stuff that takes place after – the sequels. I think like focus, like make a Maz Kanata movie, make a movie where I actually care about Maz Kanata. Cause Mm -hmm. I can't, or like, like, I don't know. There's, there's just Jabba dies. Like we know, like, yeah, like like, the the thing is like, we know like his end game is, is, well, Leia is going to strangle him to death. Like we know where he ends up. So as much as that would be interesting and probably a hell of a movie, it's like, all right, I get it. And you know, also, nobody showed up for solo. I think that probably helped didn't help it out so much too. Where maybe people don't want to watch movies based on one character in Star Wars. Mm-hmm. We want to watch the whole thing. So I don't know. I, I'm I'm not conflicted about it. I totally would have watched it, but I yeah. also I'm like I get what I, I I don't know if it was. I mean, that might be like a really cool Disney Plus show, the Rise of Jabba the Hutt. But ultimately, he he just dies. So we know what's up with that. Yeah.
1: Know. Yeah. It's like we've already done enough of these Star Wars things where, we're like, oh, he's gonna become the bad guy. It's like, yeah, we know. <laughs> it's not exciting, and and even if it's like you don't know a character, it's like, how often do we need to see someone t- get into like a life of crime and they're like, oh, they never get caught or will they? They will. <laughs> like it's so.
0: Who knows who's doing? Imagine if it was like the Godfather Part Two, but with Jabba the Hutt and you're like, "This is like people are crying <laughs> in the theater." Watch, I I will say this: I am kind of on board with somebody that we love going to the dark side. It's not going to be Ezra anymore because I think that ship has sailed for Ezra. Sabine's more likely, but it doesn't have to be any character. That we, it could be a new character, but I I just I feel like no one really with the dark side enough anymore. Like we're not getting it as much as I'd like. Like it's, I would I want to watch that conflict cuz one thing like I love Anakin and that but I don't feel like the prequels and I'm a prequel lover, we all know this, but I don't feel like the prequels did a fantastic job of of, of bridging Anakin to Vader, like the, turning him evil. Yeah. And I feel like if we spend more time with a character and you take a char- like create a character right now and know know that that character is going to be the big bad in the future. Right. But you make us love this character and then you slowly turn them dark. I think that would just be so cool to watch. And it would be, it would be this, it'd be similar to what we got, but very different as well, because you're watching kind of the destruction of a hero in front of our eyes. And maybe we get them in the accolade. Probably not. But I just, that's just, that's something that I would, I think I would be really a lot of fun to watch.
1: Yeah. It's sort of like, you give me stuff ahead of time, like, or back in before the events of, you know, A New Hope, or even the prequels, it's like, sure, I'll watch it. But it's just sort of like, you know where you're going to end up, right? Like, that's one of the problems with the Skywalker yeah. saga. It puts you in a corner of, like, well, whatever. Though, I mean, they do also do an excellent job of explaining, like, this galaxy is massive. There's no way you can... Like have yeah have only one like one person could directly affect everything in the galaxy, so it's like it's doable. But it's, so it's like I'll watch it, but it's just like I think you're right. It's like it needs to be after the sequels, so you're like you kind of have carte blanche of what you can do at going forward. You know, like it's I don't know because you don't want to have a story where it's like he's more evil than Darth Vader, and you're like. But, like, Darth Vader, like, you don't need to outdo him, per se. I
0: don't know. No, but, I mean, think of, okay, here's an example for what I was saying about a character going to Balin. Like, how yeah, did Balin get, how did Balin get from A to B, right? But let's start yeah. with a character at A and watch them get to B. I don't know. It's just another way. No, I don't think, look, the the other thing with Star Wars is, and Snoke, I think Snoke's biggest problem when we first heard about him, before, like, the movies and everything, but it was like, Snoke's here is like, where was he in the other movies if he's yeah. so powerful, right? Like, and that's exactly. that's the problem. It's like, and and how do you make someone more powerful than the Emperor or Vader when they're supposed to be the most powerful? Because then are you undermining what happened before? Now, if you but if you go far far enough in the future, you can kind of forget all that because now it's a yeah. new threat, right? Yeah, but exactly. when you stay in this time period, it can't be a bigger threat than those two at all. And now, and now with the Mando stuff, the Mando, we call it the Mando verse for the Felony The problem now is whatever they do between now and and anything and going forward still can't be bigger than Palpatine because Shipy is coming back.
1: Yeah, yeah. Like, it
0: still can't be bigger than that. Whoever they have still has to not be as as big a threat as what will ultimately Shipy be with his his murder weapon, murder planet ships.
1: Yeah, but like yes, you know, Thrawn being back in the regular galaxy because it's like okay, the Emperor coming back to life into and having power figured out him putting him in there is like okay this starts to make sense but then it's like do we really need to know it's like i don't know it's so i don't don't know i i look forward to seeing if they do anything next but um but in regards to job of the hut i mean like that's fun and all but like were you really expecting a movie on? Uh, you know, I said the same. Like well, a, a movie about uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy did well. So.
0: Yeah, but here's my here's here would be my counter playing devil's advocate. It is Rogue One worked? Solo uh, financial did not. Like we'll call it spades, it didn't work. Star Wars needs to be an event film. It's almost like every every Star Wars movie needs to be. Avengers. Star Wars doesn't have the small stuff. It is the big stuff. It's Lord of the Rings. It's the event film. You need to like, Mm -hmm. we need to, we need to go see it. And when you start making movies about singular characters, especially now that we've got these shows about them, it diminishes what Star Wars is. And then people like, there's almost like, why would I watch it? I'm going to watch it on TV. But when you give it the big event, like I need to see this in on the big screen there's something different about that. And that's what star Wars theatrically needs to focus on. I think.
1: Mm-hmm. No, I think you're right. It's, it's just a bummer. Cause it's like, we're just hypothesizing on so much where it's just like, what are we getting anything?
0: Skeleton crew is a tale of Jude law and Thrawn. I made that up.
1: Perfect. Who knows? <laughs>
0: Uh, Heidi's saying that she thinks that the Emperor got the ships from Thrawn.
1: Yeah, that's exactly what I was trying to say, too. It's like, oh, that kind of... He's making stuff. Cool.
0: All right, let's go to the odds.
1: Let's go to the odds.
0: I keep hitting the wrong button on the graphics. Never tell me the
1: odds! (laughs) Never tell me the odds brought to you and me by patreon.com slash podcast. If you like what we do and you want to support us, head on down to... Patreon.com slash Rebel Scum Podcast and support us in any way you can. We greatly appreciate it and we want to keep doing this thing where we talk about Star Wars because nobody but us talks about Star Wars. And the people that think that we're great when we talk are the following. Heidi Feder, Executive Producer, Barry Brophy, Dennis Allen, Randy Kenobi, Mary Kristen Aton, Jeff Wilson, Phil Staniforth, Rez, Scott D, Josh Price,
0: Matt W. Frank Perkins, Neil Lowry, Cosmic Girls 02, Gleek play one and the nerds. Disney, Desi, and Charlotte. I held that. No, I held that. Thank you, everybody. Really, We really appreciate all of your support. We could not do this without you. Uh, and you guys. Ah, gotcha, Dale. Thanks. Okay, and Dale. We'll say Dale mm-hmm. Uh Never tell me the odds. Will we get Brock? Here we go. Now i hear you guys in the comments. Also, the live chat. Let me know what you guys think. Never tell me the odds. Will we get Ahsoka season two? Are we getting season two
1: of Ahsoka? Full Brock on this one. I don't know. <laughs> like it's just kind of crazy.
0: I gotta, I gotta go 67% on it. Mm. Um, because I, I feel like the show was very strong, and even though there's a lot going on. And we, and I think, I think we just said they could branch off into different shows. I just like stay the course and make that all one show and just keep bringing back Ahsoka, because uh, we know what it is. Like we know what we're getting with Ahsoka. We know all the characters in Ahsoka. And if you start branching off, then it might get a little confusing or whatever. So I am, I'm all on board with season two. So sixty seven percent for me.
1: What is Felony's position at? lucasfilm now is like head of creative or like he has a specific Uh, job
0: yes he does and people made a big deal but apparently it's been the same for like years now (laughs) uh he's american director and film producer um where is his job at lucasfilm give me one second Mm. at lucas it's something that i don't have. it's not the job i have tell you that nice uh executive Bruce said uh, okay, this is just give me the answer. Oh, uh, Luke Dave Filoni's job says Lucasfilm fans excited, but it's not new. It was just promoted. to Executive Creative Director is his title. Okay. Executive Creative Director. He's had that for a while. I think he had that when he did Rebels as well.
1: I mean, it's like if you're high enough and high up enough, can yeah. I think you can like Started saying, "Uh, let's uh just do second season of Ahsoka. and they're like, "Okay, boss." <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's. I think, like, I just think to save, just do a second season. Uh, our next odd, never tell me the odds that Balin will be recast. They will recast Balin Skull for whatever the future holds for Balin. His, um, I'm telling. I'm telling this Brock. I don't want whatever he went out searching for to be told. In a book or a comic, yeah, it's gotta absolutely. be in live action on TV.
1: Yeah, no, I'm gonna go ninety percent. Assuming there's another season, but like, it's like he was interesting character, and it's a bummer that you know Ray Stevenson has passed away. But like, it's like that that story is cool. I want to know more. So, yeah.
0: I'm gonna go seventy nine percent, and here's the I think, it, 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 like it's very sad that he passed away. except obvi- like separate from everything, obviously. But the thing is, like you said, he, like he was such a great character, and he brought so much to that character. But I still feel like the character, even for respect for Ray Stevens, I like continue to tell the story. Like you can't just stop the story short. You know what I mean? Like you gotta keep going. Yeah. I'm sure he, you know, he would have wanted you to keep going with that story. Just recast somebody. And it's gonna take, I mean, this it's gonna take a little while to get used to that person. The the one plus side to recasting Valence Skull is he was in uh what seven and a bit episodes or six mm-hmm. and a bit episodes. He wasn't even in one of them. Um, so I think I think the bonus is it's not like he's Ewan McGregor and like not I mean you McGregor. Replays but like it's not like it's not an actor who's been with the role for decades, like Mark Hamill or Carrie Fisher's who I should have said. Like it's not something as this isn't a Carrie Fisher scenario either. So I think I think you recast for the future of it, and you get somebody and you just play this character until this character has no more story to go. And Heidi is saying that um he will wear a mask that will cover the top half of his face. He'll just be a talking beard for season, (laughs) season two and beyond. Uh, So those are ours. And our final odd today, never telling the odds, Snoke, Snokey Snoke, will kill Grand Admiral Thrawn. Will Snoke kill Grand Admiral Thrawn? I don't know. I think you're going to go a hundo.
1: (laughs) I'm going to go like 20%. I don't know. I think, yeah.
0: I don't think you're off. I, I think, I don't know. I think... um. It would really be beneficial for my mentality if Snoke appeared in some capacity. Because he's been like they've always teased him. It would be cool to see him like take out take out um somebody, if not Thron. Uh Dale is saying Balin will be recast. I'm sure I think he'll be deformed and scarred from the corruption of the fu- of the font of knowledge and bathing in the pool of power as Abeloth. Did everybody's obsessed with Avaloth now. Dale knows. I will give Dale credit because he, he knows those things. His resolve will be uh, it will never be stronger. Um, that's what he says. I am going uh on the snow kill thrawn. Did I give a percentage on that?
1: Uh no, I didn't. No. I'm gonna
0: go, I'm gonna go full Brock. I think it's a cool no. way to get rid, rid of Thrawn, and it's a cool way to bring in Snoke. I don't think they'll do it though. I don't think they will. And I wouldn't be upset if they didn't either. It's all, I'm not like married to to this fake odd that we created, but it, you know, I want I I want to see Snoke developed,
1: yeah, in some capacity.
0: Too. That's what I'm. That's what I'm trying to say. All right, you want to go to the news?
1: Let's do it. All
0: right, here we go. This is a song I sing after I change the graphic. Hollow news, da 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 Hollow news, da 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 da. Ah. <laughs> there, there we go. Hollow news, my mic, is
1: Hollow News. The news you need to know right now. Marvel Comics has announced the new era of Star Wars, the High Republic, is upon us. As part of Lucasfilm's phase three of publishing stories set during this period, it all kicks off next month with a new wave of Star Wars novels and comics set during the Golden Age of the Jedi. Today we've learned that on November 8th not today. <laughs> writer Kevin Scott and artist Ario Anidicio will return for Marvel's flagship High Republic ongoing comic series in Star Wars, The High Republic Number One, because we all know Marvel loves starting in at a Number One. The new series picks up after the shocking events of Phase One as Keeve Trennis, now a Jedi Master, fights to unite the Jedi and restore hope to the galaxy far, far away, complete with new heroes, mysteries, and threats. The High Republic stories take placed centuries prior to the event of Star Wars The Phantom Menace, taking fans into a previously unseen period where the Jedi were at the height of their glory. A year after the destruction of Starlight Beacon, Martian Row and the Nile stand victorious reads an official story synopsis from the comic. The galaxy is in turmoil. The once mighty Jedi are outclassed. The Republic is on its knees. On the edge of the galactic frontier, Jedi Master Keeve Trennis leads a desperate assault against an invading force. Vague as ever, but you know it, we're in. This is just comics, so we haven't heard any announcement on books, to my knowledge. But hey, phase three, here we come. Uh, it doesn't look like we're getting any. Getting another Halloween-themed LEGO Star Wars special this year, but we got three Halloween-themed shorts to watch instead. So head over to Star Wars Kids' YouTube channel and check out, they have the three, three shorts there. Though they also will be embedded uh, into the announcement on StarWars.com and are available on StarWarsKids.com. So if you love the Lego, if you love Halloween, if you love Star Wars, head on over to there. And in final real news, Disney Imagineering, the entertainment giant's research and development department, has an act for creating technologically advanced robots like uh, the hyper-realistic Navi Shaman at Disney World. But its latest development might be its most adorable creation to date. At the International Conference on Intelligent Robots and S- Systems in Detroit last week, Disney unveiled a new, nameless, bipedal bipedal robot that can walk, okay, more like Waddle, unassisted and re- ba- remain balanced, even when shoved, navigating difficult terrain, or having a literal rug pulled out from beneath it. The robot is mostly 3D printed and was developed by a team from Disney Research in Zurich in less than a year, led by a research su- Scientist Moritz Basher, Most ro- roboticists are focused on getting their bipedal robots to reliably walk, said Disney Research scientist Morgan Pope in a statement to IEE Spectrum. At Disney, they might not be—they might, that might not be enough. Our robots may have to strut, prance, sneak, trot, or meander to convey the emotion that we need to them, and that's cool. N- nothing more that I would want with my own droid. So bring it on. That AI is getting pretty impressive. So this has been your hollow news.
0: <laughs> <laughs> AI man. Yeah. Very, very impressive stuff on the AI front. Yeah. Very impressive. I, uh, I don't use it enough, uh, but I have used it. Mm-hmm. And uh, it is wild mm-hmm. what it does. Wild uh, AI. Wild, wild uh, stuff. Apparently, Terminator makes no difference to us. We just, we're just like, mm-hmm. yeah, hey, you know what? Let's do it. All right. Top five Jedi, according to Forbes magazine. <laughs> uh, top five Jedi. Uh, I have an honorable mention. Kit Fisto. Kit Fisto will <laughs> always be an honorable mention. Uh Kitfisto. My number five, Ahsoka. Oh. Ahsoka Tano coming in at number five. Uh I I want to know what's going on with Ahsoka. Like she speaks, she call- here's the one problem with Ahsoka Brock is she calls out to Rey in The yeah. Rise of Skywalker. So I don't know how they're gonna what they're gonna do there. Cause I feel like Filoni never wants her to perish. But uh, mm. my number five is Ahsoka.
1: My number five is going to be Balin because he's still he's new and we still have a lot to learn about him because he's not is he evil is he is he a Jedi is he a Sith I, um, I don't know what's going on like so it's a it's an asterisk for sure.
0: My other honorable mention is Balin. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my number four is uh, Sabine Wren. Sabine Sabine is classified as a Jedi on StarWars.com, I believe. <laughs> So I I'm going with Sabine here. Sabine, it uh, was one of my favorite characters in Rebels, and I think a Mandalorian Jedi is exciting. Sabine could a uh, creepy crawl up my list a little further, but right now Sabine is number four.
1: My number four is going to be Calcastus from the Jedi Sweet Survivor choice, yeah. Jedi Fallen Order. Yeah.
0: Those games,
1: yeah, those games. Uh, cool stories, and like I haven't even played the second one, but like it's just like. He's an interesting character that you could easily, because, like, <laughs> the voice actor that is modeled, the character is modeled after, he looks like that, so he's yep. a pretty good actor, so.
0: There were rumors that he was going to show up in Mandalorian. I think there were just oh, people, man. people saying things, but you could do it. Like, it would be weird, yeah. but you could do it. Like, it is weird that there's a lot of Jedis alive and none of them show up when they're needed, but whatever. It is what it is. Uh, my number three, a uh, little-known Jedi named Ezra Bridger, not to be <laughs> confused with Ezra Miller. Ezra Bridger is my number three. I, I liked what he did in Ahsoka. I really did. Uh,
1: my number three is going to be Obi-Wan because it's just – He's just sort of the guy that's always there, you know, so, and he's, like, he, even though, like, they like to do stories where his, like, faith falters, it's, like, I feel like he is the quintessential Jedi, because in the original trilogy, that's who we kind of model the idea of, like, what a Jedi is supposed to be while Luke's learning that, so.
0: And I think the combo of Alec Guinness and you McGregor are... Mm. Uh, just fantastic. Obi-Wan Kenobi is my probably my favorite, but not on my list because I wanted to just cop out and do cool characters. My, <laughs> my number two is uh Luke Skywalker, because I also copped out and put Luke Skywalker. <laughs> on my list. You know what? I, I was I was debating not putting Luke on here, but everybody would have cried. But I was like, what if I didn't? And then I remembered uh Mandalorian season two finale, and I was like, he's on there, he's on it.
1: Can I put Ben Solo on this or no? Yeah, why not? All right, I'm gonna go Ben Solo for my number two. I'm like, I think that character is very interesting. If I can't, then I'll make it Ray. Like the those two, like the, the good Jedi character in sequel movies. are like, it's interesting. I like it. So yeah, I don't know who Yarno Poof is. <laughs> Let's look at
0: Heidi is like Yarno Poof is the uh, is Bob Barker's microphone from um, Price is Right, the old Price is Right mark- microphone. Uh, and my number one, a little-known Jedi name, Anakin, Bananakin Skywalker, number one Bananakin. <laughs> I don't think there's a surprise there from anybody, but uh, whatever.
1: I'm just trying to see, what is Yarno proof. Oh, you that guy, it? gotcha. <laughs> um, I'm gonna go and say Ahsoka Mace, is my favorite Mace, Jedi Mace. right oh. now. Oh, Mace window yeah. I just yeah, think, that's a good call. Thanks to Felona, we have so much uh, story behind her, right? So, which I feel like other Jedi's they really don't do that much with because you can't change what happened in the movies. So, um, yeah, I think Ahsoka is really interesting
0: yeah absolutely that's a great choice um we're just having fun let us know what your top five jedi are in the comments below you don't have to take it too seriously either it is just for fun um although kit fisto would have been my one two three and four <laughs> all the way i think my kit fisto fun, pop is near me but it's not all right brock 297 of these we got 300 episode 300 coming up in three weeks unless we wow. go on hiatus um anything else you want to say thanks everybody watching by the way anything else you want to say
1: um no um oh heidi says no grogu is he he's not a jedi yet that's that's a good that's a good mention though so thank you heidi for throwing that out no i got to say
0: grogu is not a jedi he left training to become a jedi to be a mandalorian so he's a mandalorian that wields the force Loophole,
1: I mean, really. Ahsoka says over and over, I'm no Jedi, so maybe (laughs) there's another, yeah.
0: But then she trains trains Sabine to be a Jedi, and then her voice shows up in Rise of Skywalker. All right, no, Heidi, Sabine is a Jedi, according to Star Wars.com. I'm going off of (laughs) official Star Wars. Sabine Ren, Jedi. Here we go. Wikipedia was a four. Okay, well, okay, what did And then Sabine Wren finally taps into a first. Anyway, I'm going with Sabine as a Jedi, Brock. And um, I will call Kathleen Kennedy, who is now working. I believe she's working as a carny because she was fired once again. Boom. From Lucasfilm. (laughs) Anyway. uh, All right. Thanks for watching, everybody. Really appreciate the support, you guys being here, all that fun stuff. Uh, but Brock, I gotta tell you I gotta tell you for the 200 and, well we started saying this around episode
1: 80 but you were always scum. Rebel scum.
0: Thanks for watching. Don't forget to give us a thumbs up on our video. As always, please subscribe to our YouTube channel Rebel scum Podcast for all the latest videos.